Radio. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Make no mistake, this movie is still about five superheroes and a zombie Superman chasing down a cosmic porcupine who has three magical space boxes that will destroy the world. (laughs) Welcome to Super Movie Brothers. Let's start the show. Welcome to Super Movie Brothers. I'm your host, Super Movie Brother Dave. I'm your host, Super Movie. Oh, you fucked it up. Wow, this is the third episode we're recording in in one day, and you fucked it up. Who are you? Uh, Super Movie Brother Jay. There you are. Hi, how's it going? How are you? Yeah. RJ, the moment so many people have been waiting for. You know, people literally begged for this on the internet, signed petitions, and got it to happen. And... No matter how you feel about it, it's here now. Zack Snyder's Justice League. And I'll tell you how I actually feel about it, because that's what this show's about. Me, sure. Us sharing your Well, opinions. let's just say, we did not want this. I didn't want this to happen. We did not want this. I don't like the idea of a vocal minority fan base being able to to get something like this to happen. Not because I didn't want this specific thing to happen. I worry about the implications down the line for other franchises and other yes. things. Yes. Like the movement now where people are like, however, cancel cancel the sequel trilogy, get rid of all of that stuff. Not that I love the sequel trilogy. I just believe that studios need to learn from their mistakes. And if there is a reset button that they can press and it, and it can be done for the cheap, in this case, $30 million, they're going to do it. And this sets a precedence moving forward where we can essentially erase anything and, and have... And have it redone. It's a different case in Zack Snyder. I was going to say, Snyder. but there's a hard but for the situation right. behind this of why this happened in the beginning, in the first place. But also, they must have known what he did and what his vision was was stronger than what the actual first product ended up being. Yeah, I, I think so. I think so. You know, I... I, I don't think he's ever really gone on record to Along say some, what some r- really happened between Zack Snyder and Warner Brothers for him for, for him to walk off. Obviously, you know, the death of a child in his family and stuff like that. It's that that's enough of a reason, right, for, for, for him to walk away. Yes. Rumors were that there was a whole lot more going on between him and Warner Brothers, whether it was the length or whether it was the editing process. What, what, whatever it was, it led to, to the end result of Joss Whedon coming in. Putting his version out, us all, uh, like I think just about unanimously not liking that version of the movie. Right. For sure. Which is why it's so much easier to say, let the guy who already who already originally did it come in and do it. And right. that's, that's you know, this is all fine by me. But like, what, what I worry about with the vocal minority, the, the uh, you know, getting and affecting this type of change in film, talking about entertainment here. A traditional film. Something just, that has. Yeah, you just can't. 
Right. Do something like this. You know, the petition now to, like, get rid of the, the sequel trilogy, like I was talking about. Right. It's right, like... Right. right. Yeah. Well, come I, on. It happened, and we're getting a better product of Star Wars now because of the negative reviews of of the sequel trilogy. To reboot that, it, you know, it, it's also it's disingenuous to anyone who made those films. It's yep. disingenuous to anyone who's fans of those films. Yeah, you know, it's 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 almost apples and oranges, but it's still fruit, and it's still and, and sure. it's, it still can lead to this could like and it could lead to things down the line. Just an easy of like. a chance to make another shitty film, right? With that, at, like like we'll talk about in our news with what would have been Zack Snyder's third. Justice League film right. that, that that that's in our news segment. <laughs> so that'll be the next episode you guys hear. Me yeah, and Jay. Uh, yeah, the I final know. news story is what Zack Snyder's third Justice League movie would have been. You right. decide whether you really want. Uh, a friend a- of mine asked me after the movie, like, "So is there going to be a sequel to this?" I'm like, "We don't know yet." I'm like, "I would guess no." Even though they might have teased a, a potential sequel, um, an educated guess would be a hard no. It's not out of the realm of possibility true so but again these are weird trying times and you know I, I there's so much content that's gonna have to come out over the next two years of backlog fucking movies on top of other shit that's supposed to come out look you know so time frames are completely bonkers right now and yeah sure maybe one day we will get another Zack Snyder fucking justice like movie Warner Brothers is great as as already green light and and working on a blue beetle film right like that's where they're at right now <laughs> but, I, but I guarantee you it's probably not going to be with this fucking cast. No, and that's another. That's argue. another. That's, that's another. another a whole other conversation. You know. Well, I mean, let's. We'll, we'll get in. We'll, we'll probably finish this discussion I, at the I'm, end of our I'm, review. Yeah, we'll, we'll get back to this. Let's we'll get let's get in to our review of Zack Snyder's Justice League. You need to show them who you are. Love them, God, the way we loved you. Fly, son. It's time. All right, Jay, earlier this week, uh, you and I watched Justice League, and I put out our tagline review on Instagram and on Twitter. So I'll start a review off like this. Everything about Zack Snyder's cut of Justice League is an improvement over the original, from the characters to the score to the color saturation and even the pacing and editing of the film. It's not just a director's cut. It's a director's remastering, but fuck, buddy. It's longer than an elephant's dick in a taffy pole. Make no mistake, this movie is still about five superheroes and a zombie Superman chasing down a cosmic porcupine who has three magical space boxes that will destroy the world. That feels like an oversimplification. So if that's not your jam, mm. this movie was never for you, whether it was Joss Whedon or Zack Snyder behind <laughs> it. I'm a huge comic book fan, so I took the ride with this. Space porcupine and all, because that is exactly what Steppenwolf looked like to me here. Yeah, I mean, it's obviously still one of the main flaws of this movie um, Look, was the unfortunate case uh, of of the differences between DC and Marvel right now, where yeah. the villains are just stronger in Marvel. I think and, the villain know how to flesh them out the proper way. Where DC, they are just old school sh- 
But I think Darkseid is a strong villain, and we get a lot of Darkseid here that we previously didn't get in Joss Whedon. The tease of Darkseid alone is enough of of, of to, to, to keep me wanting more. I'll say that. Okay. Um, but, you know, Steppenwolf See, himself. For me, I, w- I didn't feel the danger enough of... Um, Steppenwolf himself is a prologue, right? Like, it's essentially... Right, right, He's a right, prologue right. To, right. to fucking Darkseid. But it's no Thanos. Steppenwolf isn't, but Darkseid very much like a Thanos. Yeah, but I want, level type I villain. wanted more it's it's just hard to it just didn't it didn't develop it enough for right. me to really feel satisfied of fair right. Fair. You know? Fair. You know, but for you know for me, I just want to talk about design changes and stuff sure, like that. For, uh, so first off, Steppenwolf is a vast improvement over the Steppenwolf that was in oh, the Joss yeah. Whedon cut. Big time, big time. Still not in love with no, it, though. The, but but the, looking, the, the, the facial, looking, structure, facial structure, way better. More menacing looking, sure. for sure. Yep. Um, they definitely had a whole lot more action scenes with him that really showed me the level of, of, of his power and why our heroes should be banding it together and, and against br- this person. brutality, too. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But he still he still is a, a, a silver space porcupine. Yes. Like, that's, yes. like, the armor for me, I was just like, ooh, that's very Transformers-y. That's, like, very, ooh. Yeah. Like, it was weird that like it shuddered like as he's walking it, it would be like is, it was a little weird yeah, it's it was, almost like it was weird scales or something yeah i mean they were scale scale armor i mean it's, it's a thing that exists yeah but 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 for me i was just like all right i mean i get it and it, it, his his legs do this <laughs> really weird thing where they come up into like almost these square butt cheeks but they don't they don't touch so they're like separated and then he has like this like this, this like line of quills that comes down almost like uh almost like like a skirt essentially but it goes between his two square butt cheeks and it like and for some reason for me i kept looking at that and i was like why is that a design choice <laughs> i don't know like why uh, is there I, like I, this sash type belt of like spiny quills that runs down his square butt cheeks oh who lives in a pineapple under the sea and, I, and I, what I mean, like his butt cheeks, like they don't touch. Like you can kick a field goal between them. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, it's such a weird design choice. But like at the same time, like I thought his hands were really cool. He's got like six, seven fingers on his hands. I think I think the facial design uh, was way better than than the original one. And, and like I said, he actually looked like he was menacing and, and he had malice. You know, the the original villain, uh, the the original version of Steppenwolf looked like you know the angry old man who might tell you to get off his lawn. Like, right. so I, I do enjoy this version of Steppenwolf better. I think they did a better job of crafting that villain. Um, I, I still, like I said, I still don't think it's a perfect villain. They did a better job. And I'm yeah. not saying, you know, uh, let me just backtrack a little bit, but like they did improve upon the originals, you know, uh, film. So that's, you know, as far as comparing, yes, but overall still in the film itself, um, I still want more. Right. So the color saturation far improved right like so much more consistent joss whedon so much more in line with snyder first off you know this is full spoilers by the way so don't you know oh yeah we gotta warn that oh well i'm I'm gonna we're gonna be spoiling so you haven't seen Zack snyder's justice league it still essentially is the same story but there's a whole lot different you probably wouldn't have clicked on this episode if you you haven't already seen it but you know in the original in the original justice league from from joss whedon you know, Superman's waking up in the middle of the fucking day and having a fight with the Justice League and stuff. And that always bothered me because you know how Batman looks in the day? Fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Batman looks fucking stupid in the middle of the day. He looks dumb. You know, uh-huh. every other, all these other heroes, they can get out, they can get, they can get by with being out in the daylight. Not Batman. <laughs> 
uh, and like there was, you know, Joss Whedon's version. It was just so bright. I you know I don't think I ever felt the gravity of 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 a lot of the situation, or you know, I never really felt drawn in by its action stuff like that because it did very much look like a cartoon, especially in that final end scene where everything is just bathed in red and you know red is a color that it catches your eye and it draws you in the problem with that being your background is my eye is now catching what's in the fucking background which is just red clouds with a red sky it's all green screen bullshit and then you're essentially he was essentially just what he was doing was backlighting his characters you know you have this this bright red background and your characters are dark and in the foreground and i'm losing them they're kind of muddy the action is not as clear anymore we see it here in On Zack top Snyder, of like you know, weird storylines added into yeah. the very tail end. That's not in this cut. The Russian all. family, the Russian and stuff. family. Yeah, right. I was waiting for that. because they had to get the Flash out of there. Yeah, because of Zack Snyder's cut. What well, what happened with the Flash? You know, right. So, uh, but Zack Snyder's cut, the final fight. It's this dark, gloomy, still like a bluish hue and stuff like that. Yeah. But it allows the foreground to breathe so much more because the foreground is matching the background. Yeah, it's much more even it's, and normal. Yeah, um, it works for, so much for, well. the, for the eye. Not but to also, mention that extent that that last scene. It's all extended. Uh-huh. Like I think everybody has a moment in that fight where previously it was just Superman showed up, wrecked fucking shit, ripped some mother boxes apart, and everyone went home and fucking ate pie. <laughs> I was told to be punching pie here. <laughs> Yeah, there was a lot of good sequences and fights, and it was pretty evenly, uh, you know, distributed. And I thought they did a pretty fine job with that. But also, when Superman does come, it feels it, it feels right. earned. It feels earned. It feels earned. It didn't and feel earned in the other in, in the, the in way the they fought cut. together was a little bit more fleshed out as well. So right. it wasn't just a hundred percent. I mean, don't get me wrong. It was still very much the case that that Steppenwolf's gambit was was finished the second Superman showed up. Well, of course. But they set that up this time perfectly because in the original one, you know, they didn't really get into the fact that, you know, the mother boxes were waking up. And, and calling out to Darkseid and to Steppenwolf because of the death of Superman. They previously have stayed away from Earth because A, Darkseid was defeated by Earth's combined forces, and then B, even when even if they would want to come back 5,000 years later, they got that Kryptonian, and that's going to be a problem for us. Mm. They kind of flushed that that story out. The reason, like, the reasoning for, for needing a Superman back is far more flushed out here than it was in the original one. The original one, they they, they kind of made it all about Bruce Wayne's guilt over his death, which is why he, he had to undo this wrong that had happened, essentially. Yeah. This time around, it feels very much like, no, they need him to win. They can't win without him, even though you watch Wonder Woman literally fight him to a standstill twice. <laughs> She does it, and if it wasn't for and if it wasn't for Aquaman getting her away, she probably would have defeated Steppenwolf without a Superman. But I still like that. Yeah, I still I, like I that too. Wonder Woman's being too. given her due as well. It, absolutely, absolutely, and even with Aquaman, Aquaman, um, still with the light humor, but also still staying true within his character. So, like his development to being a little bit less of a hard ass. Throughout the team uh, aspect of it all was 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 true to character. I thought I think really, so. really strong, and I I liked it a lot. And I thought 
um, the humor throughout this movie was scaled down considerably. However, modified where I felt like it was much more well organic within the confines not, of the story. And you're the not characters. getting Batman with quips, right? There's no that quips. bothered me about the Joss Whedon cut, uh, the, yeah. the original Justice League, oh, was- because like Batman's like he's laying on the ground, he's like, yeah, I felt that, and it's like Batman doesn't say it, right? He, he Batman gets up. He, it, he might he might groan. Right. Yeah. He might groan. He flexes that muscle and he just fucking moves on. He keeps soldiering on. You know he, he doesn't have a quip. He's not a funny fucking guy. No. You know they like like Bruce Wayne is fucking humorless. Maybe a, yeah. Maybe a quick dry humor type thing. <laughs> right. Perhaps. Maybe. maybe. Yeah. Like um, I think uh, he has one or two. I'm rich. They kept that line. Where they it's kept like, that. What's one. your superpower? I'm rich. That's dry. That is super dry. And it's perfect because you, you have to be a little bit back and forth with the Flash because obviously he's right. one of the more quick whippity. Uh, I noticed uh, that as far as like Batman's lines were sure. like cut down for those funny quips, they kept and then added a lot of Ezra Miller, which as me and you, when we reviewed the original Justice League, he's the bright spot, right? Like he's he's the funnest part of it. He's the, he's the most fun you're going to have in the movie. Uh, and he is still, but at the same time, which is his character. But, but they the added time, so much depth to him here. That's what I was going to say. They added the levity. They added the, um, you can take him seriously as yeah, well. He's not just he's a comic not relief just this time. just a comic relief joke Yeah, who's just fast. He can do a lot. And that's and I, I think that's you know with the four hour runtime being you know being that like first off this is a four hour fucking runtime yeah and you and you see I can't right, get around that negative I'm sorry that's a negative I can't get around that and I won't I'm yeah sorry. and and I, I'll be honest um I got through it a lot better than I expected to even though I did take uh probably three a good th- I would say three breaks um. While watching this movie, now in at the same time, I took a pee, I took a pee break, a beer break, and maybe like, like I took some t- good chunks to grab a snack. I, I took some good chunks away from. No, it. I'm talking, um, I'm talking like three or four minutes. I didn't take like a. Little okay, time. yeah, I, I took a little longer time. So I mean, so. I, I'll be honest, I did this back to back with. So one night at night, I watched. Batman v Superman: Dawn of Justice extended cut, which is a three, almost a three and a half hour movie, but a far better cut of that movie uh, than the theatrical cut that Zack Snyder originally put out. Then the next day, I watched Justice League, the original cut, the theatrical cut, and then I watched all four hours of Zack Snyder's Justice League. So. I overcharged myself, but it did help me with some of those futuristic scenes where yeah. it's like, you know, previously in my head, I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. Batman has those flash, the, the, those those nightmares of the future and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, wait, that wasn't even in Justice League. That was in Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice. And it's now brought back here, flushed out a little bit more, but it's still very much the tease for like something else yes. that we may or may not ever get. Um, but. You know, I, I think, you know, the four hour runtime, it while it is a negative, I will say this for the Snyder Cut. It is edited in such a way that I would say this movie feels more three hours than four hours. I agree with that. Yeah. But also you it can, flows really well. Every character, we take some time with them. We develop them. We get some moments with them where we get more invested in them. Right. Every character, especially Cyborg. My God, Cyborg had practically nothing to do except for read some, read people's texts <laughs> and follow them around like a creeper. And then attempt to... to, to, to 
separates yeah. the mother boxes you know, at the end. And 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 you know, there's so much to that character and other characters connected to him, right? That and f- makes sense throughout this whole story. Now, when you were saying about the four hours, it, again, I would say that is also part of the problem because fucking Snyder wrote this movie to pretty much be four hours. Like you, he did not. This story almost needed to be four hours. And when you think about it, it really does the way it was constructed and laid out into like such a cohesive proper way. But a four hour long movie is still, that's not a movie. Like you you know, you can't, that's a mini series. Not a movie. Yeah. Like (laughs) you need to develop it ahead of time in pre-production before you get into the... But trope. this is an interesting case in that this wasn't a theatrical release. But you can Correct. see, like, I, I, I know a lot he of people... his own grave with that. I know a lot of people love this. And don't get me wrong, I enjoyed the shit out of it, too. I, I had did. a lot I, of fun I watching I was this. very pleasantly surprised. This was never marketable as a theatrical release in this format, in a four-hour-long format. You cannot put out a four-hour-long movie right. in, in, in today's market into a theater um, and expect people to go to, to go see it and expect to make the same amount of money that a Warner Brothers would want to make on all of their tentpole superheroes being in a film together. You're not going to make that Avengers dollars, you know. I you know, I've seen a lot of people say like, yeah, well, Avengers Endgame was damn near three and a half hours, right? I'm sorry, the MCU who has literally broken box office and has yeah. ridden this this wave since 2008. It's all different. Culminates their entire series with a three and a half hour long movie after people have had 22 fucking movies to get invested in it. Yeah, Disney can take that risk. Warner Brothers, they had a couple films. All to middling reviews and stuff like that to put for them to put out a four hour long movie would have been suicide for the Justice League if they allowed Zack Snyder to to do this four hour long cut and release it theatrically. It wouldn't have worked. No, 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 no. For for many different kind of reasons, and I think there'd be a lot of blowback because they don't have anything to compare it to other than the fucking runtime being like that. What how it is, yeah. and you know, this is a greater movie everything is improved it really is in many aspects uh compared to the first one and i you know um you know i i just i i really couldn't believe how much more uh added to this film that was not in spectacle how much was that worked for me and i was surprised that he was able to i'm surprised how much was how much was filmed and how much was refilmed literally for and and restructured and formatted and shot and extended and 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 worked seamlessly well yeah i I was really surprised by that i mean there's there's a lot of differences like so i i I, and i'll be honest more than i expected because i thought it was going to be a lot more run of the mill i have to eat crow here because me, me and you both said I previously know. I know. we're going to get the same movie with a bunch of fluff added into it. We were wrong. We were dead wrong. Absolutely wrong. Everything that was added back into it is is substance. Yeah. And he didn't do any favors with his fucking bullshit trailers. No. The trailers sucked. No. And this was way better of a film. And, and I'll be honest. Like my, I've, my first grade was a C. And that was probably favorable for the first Whedon cut. <laughs> yeah. That's and, pretty and, favorable. And this, I know. I, I know. And I would I look back at... Mine's um, probably even more forgiving than that, so... I can't remember what yours was, but like I have my notes in, of my grades. And yeah, back in 2017, I, I was, it, was a, it was a C. Um, this is a, a strong B plus for yep. me. I, I was very, very happy. I was happy. I, I enjoyed myself quite a bit. It's a B plus for me as well. I think it would be an A minus for me if I had the option to watch this movie again. 
and enjoy it in repeat viewings. But this is not a repeat viewing movie. And nor do I want to. No, I don't um, want to go back to it. And I probably will maybe in a few years. Right. I can maybe watch parts, parts one through three or four, you know, and then pause yeah, it and, and then come back. that's another thing. I don't think that was necessary. All those parts, different parts. It's not necessary. It made no sense. It did nothing, you know, with the editing of the film, the parts did not change anything. No. It was not dramatically different. And it was that like the loose ideas of like, how you're going to break it down as a miniseries. That didn't work at all either. I mean, no, it wouldn't have worked. I, I, I just, I see a lot of people's reviews. I don't know. Uh, you know, uh, where, maybe it's for like pee breaks. I where they're, <laughs> why where they do that? I see a lot of people's reviews where like their one, their one negative was the four point, was the four by three aspect ratio instead of the widescreen. I did notice that. that was little. Uh, and uh, a lot of people are, are, are saying that as as, and I, I want to know what the mean age of people who are complaining about that is because you and I grew up in the nineties with tube fucking televisions where like if the back of the TV was real big, you had a fucking quality tv how heavy is that tv fucking heavy that's a quality tv right there and yeah. it's square so it doesn't bother me that stuff doesn't bother me no it didn't bother me i just i just thought it was a little it's off-putting at first. I, I, I noticed it and i was like that's a little odd i'm surprised he did that. his reasoning for that is that it was originally filmed for 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 imax and stuff like that and that format lends itself to imax so much better i don't know how that how that computes because IMAX is the big wide widescreen. Don't know. Um, but he also said that like a lot of times when you're doing the widescreen, you're cutting off like you know. Whereas we we previously said like what's going on on the sides and stuff like that went sure. with widescreen and it's bringing it into a box. He wanted to focus on the characters more, and if you're doing a widescreen, your 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 character isn't always. They're centered, but you're cutting some part of them. You're cutting the top it, of your head. You're cutting off bottom yeah, of your face. It, you They're, don't feel so much in the moment or in the environment with the So character. he wanted to draw you in more to the characters, which, yeah. again, this was obviously was supposed to be a character piece. Steppenwolf is just a fucking catalyst. Yes. For getting these yes. people together and yes. for getting them to deal with the problems that they have. Mm-hmm. That's it. This is a movie about five superheroes resurrecting the king superhero. Yeah. And, and that's yeah. it. The the real movie is what's teased at the end is Dark Side coming. That's the real movie that we may never get, but that's the real movie. This was just meant to after be after this movie's over, you got two more parts yeah. <laughs> essentially left to get that through was, but to tease upcoming. So I will shit. defend that full screen, that four by three, you know, aspect yeah, ratio. I, I defend it. I, I, I think um I liked it. Um the re- it makes sense to me now, you know, knowing those reasons. I mean, I did not look into it. I didn't notice it. I didn't notice. I was like, that's a little odd. Um, you don't see that, and especially for you know, it's just it's not normal. You don't see that it's kind not. of stuff. It's not with uh, large studio films, but but you uh, know, it makes I, sense in, in the long run. I I honestly am somewhat flabbergasted at how at how well this turned out. Me too. Me too. Really, honestly. It doesn't, but like again, it doesn't mean it doesn't have problems. You know, I'm at a B plus. The whole flash thing at the end, where he just like reverses time and stuff like that. For me, as a comic book fan, sure, I know Flash can do that. I know Flash can travel through time. It just kind of happens out of the blue, though. You know, it just happens. 
it it's happens. Not, it's not set up. Um, it's it's nothing that's the effectiveness of that. And I felt like that was coming from I George Miller's didn't Justice really League. Really pull off um, too well. George Miller's Justice League is you know ends with like the which was supposed to have Adam Brody playing the Flash. Flash yes. goes back in time and stuff yes. like that and changes yes. and changes things and uh, yeah, bringing them to the I, outcome. And I thought about that too, but it's they time. did that here. That was the same ending, um, and I was like, huh. But again, hmm. It's it, but it's also it almost seemed like he knew he could do that. I just pushed some people and run away. And he did it on purpose because he knew what happened. He's like, oh shit. Well, it's, I don't know. It was very. It's a. It's it's a lot. The better. whole sequence didn't work for me either. It's and a lot it better than the flash. Pointless, Dave. That was the whole thing. I know. It was stupid. But it's a lot better than the flash running to push a truck out of the way of I some, agree. some shockwave while Superman jokingly carries an apartment building and lays it down. I you agree. know what I mean? It was far better than that, which is I what agree. was in the original I cut. Agree. So far better than that. But it's still it, it it is it is like one of those moments where it was like, huh, okay. Um, you know, but pocket dogs, man. <laughs> <laughs> Ezra Miller's flash grabbing the grabbing the yeah. hot dog and putting it in his pocket. I don't know why I found that so so funny, but like it just It was very funny. I flashed to uh to to an episode of the league with Rafi where he's just like What's this? Dumb dildo convention? <laughs> where are you pulling these hot dogs from? Pocket dogs. I always got a hot dog in my pocket. You want one? I don't want any pocket dogs. Okay, fine. So he carries <laughs> hot dogs in his pockets as just like a snack, you know, just to, just to pop out and eat like when you when you want. Uh, but you know, I I like I am very surprised at how this did. Like I said, it's still not a perfect movie, uh, and it still is something that feels like it's completely born out of out of ego. And for me, yeah. I don't, and I, I don't, I, I'm, I'm not using that as, as a, as a knock against it, right? Like my knocks against it are, are the fact that it's four hours long. Uh, the, I still think the end fight scene is somewhat of a mess. You know, I, even though it's far more cohesive now than it was before. True. I still think it, I still think it's a bit of a mess. I'm not really quite sure what each character was up to, what their motivations were in their fight against Steppenwolf. And I'm not even really quite sure what happens with Cyborg when he goes inside the mother boxes and stuff like that. You know, I, I, I understand that the, he said he was going to interface with them. Is, I guess that's what interfacing looks like. You know, Superman does kind of feel like shit. he feels less of a deus ex machina here, but he still very much is a deus ex machina. Like yeah. He just kind of like shows up. Um, but it, I, I think the ending is inconsequential to the character building that Zack Snyder wanted to do for each of them. I don't think he really cared much about the ending, the, the resolve. You know, to the end fight. I think it was more about the three hours leading up to the end fight, the three and a half hours leading up to that end fight, and very much about the what to me feels like a the very future. a very tacked on last thirty minutes yes. in the epilogue. Because uh, yeah. I feel like that has no place in this movie. It really doesn't. It's completely out of the blue, and it's all brand new shots. It's stuff. all set up. It's all, all brand set new setup shit. And I guess for a sequel that's, that's never coming. This was an advertisement. That's for a sequel. where it makes me feel like maybe there will be because if they gave him the okay to do this and then reshoot scenes that pretty much implies that there's going to be a sequel, then maybe there will be a sequel. Look, far better uh, Joker this time around that we saw from Jared Leto than we saw in Suicide Squad. Yeah, still not my Joker. Still, I, not, I still not a good Joker. I agree. Had some, had some, uh, had a few good better, one-liners. Yeah, better. Still. Not yeah, right. and did you know that Not he sure that he had a mother box and that's why they needed him? 
Did you get that from that final scene that he had a mother box? Because I read that and I was like, I didn't fuck. Like, I asked my wife, I was like, did you fucking see a mother box? And she's like, no. And I was like, I did not get that at all. Yeah, he apparently had a mother box and that's why they needed him. Why didn't somebody tell me that he had one of those things? Bob, it's done. Going to need a minute or two alone, boys. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> and that is supposed to be moments before the Flash goes back in time to meet to, to to see Bruce Wayne in his nightmare in Batman v Superman: Dawn of Justice. What? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. I don't know what to make of that. Yeah. That is so weird. That's that that's another negative for me. First off, if you took out a lot of the slow mo, all the Flash stuff, I feel like is earned in slow mo. All the Wonder Woman stuff being in slow mo. Not, you don't really need that. Yeah, um, I'm still not a fan of slow-mo. A lot of slow-mo in this. Yeah. Um, very, very much like Watchmen, which is like one of my big knocks on Watchmen. It's like, why is there so much slow-mo in this? Could have been a three and a half hour long movie without the slow-mo. Um, but also that entire tacked on epilogue part. You know, uh, Martian Manhunter flying down and talking with Bruce Wayne. He's like, I think I'll join your team. Cool. Where the fuck were you when we were fighting the space porcupine, you fucking dick? You fucking showed up as yeah, as Martha. Is like, all right. You showed up as Martha. Help. Thanks, man. Yeah, you showed up as Martha Kent to to talk yeah. with to, to talk with uh and the, with Lois Lane and be the like, the world needs like the world needs Lois. Dad, too. is that yeah. was that the same actor? It is not the same actor. It's a different actor. He is actually he sounded just like he him. is the general that is kind of like dealing with Superman and Man of Steel, and he shows up briefly in Batman v Superman. Dawn oh, Justice. yes, 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 yes. He's been Martian Manhunter the whole time. Oh. and we do know that yes. Uh, Superman, the world does need Lois because we know that in the future when Lois dies, what Superman becomes, which is a very weird thing that like Superman's morality is tied to his love for this woman. Yeah, I don't like that. That's weird. His morality is tied to the fact that he's a fucking farm boy raised by no. a good mother and father in Kansas who taught him how to eat his fucking Wheaties. Yeah. <laughs> and do the it, right thing. It just makes no sense. So like that that to me uh bothers me is like that's the storyline. Like when Lois dies, Superman goes bad. That is directly out of Injustice, the video games, where it's like the Joker straps a bomb to to uh to to Lois's heart and I guess you know, she dies and she explodes and then Superman goes and he literally punches his fist through the Joker's chest and rips out his heart. And kills the Joker. And it's like that. And then he goes on this like tirade is like he's still a hero, but he's more like the Punisher where it's like no bad guys get second chances. You get one chance with me and I burn a hole through your face with my laser eyes. And that's who I am now. He's no longer the farm boy. He's he's very much the red sun, you know, of uh, the, the red sun comic book type Superman. Yeah. So here in this alternate future that I guess we'll never get payoff for supposedly dream sequence nightmare sequence right whatever the fuck you want superman is is uh bastardized by dark side because the darkness that was in his heart over the fact that lois had died also i saw people saying that that's not really quite it it has something to do uh you know superman's turn to to bed in the end of those scenes has something to do with the anti-life equation that dark side talked about throughout this throughout this movie uh the anti-life equation is a mathematical formula that proves uh the futility of existence and free will and in the wrong hands the 
anti-life equation is a weapon that has the power to brainwash and enslave an entire world. So there are people who are saying that the anti-life equation is why Superman is able to be corrupted and be bad. Mm. And he was more susceptible to the anti-life equation because of Lois's death. And the whole reason for Martian Manhunter showing up and talking to Lois is to keep her in the loop is to keep her in 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 the zeitgeist of what's going on with all these superheroes because she's just as important as the rest of the cast. But that's not on the screen. That's not on the screen. I know what the anti-life equation is because I ref I read fucking Grant Morrison's Final Crisis, right? Like I I know what it is because I I read DC Comics, but I don't expect Jay to no, know not, what the fucking me. anti-life equation. So when Darkseid says the anti-life, you know, uh, you know, w- we'll find anti-life, and it's like, what the fuck does that mean no. to anybody other than a comic book reader like me and Duty? Yeah, you, you need to do better. Exactly. And more. So the entire epilogue is pointless unless you're going to do a sequel. Correct. And I think ultimately what you set up was, you know, a potential for something maybe Snyder could do down the line. Maybe you just want to be a cock tease. Like, did you want, did you expect that a, a Justice League movie always has to end with a cliffhanger when, for a potential sequel? When did a petition start for the sequel? When did I start? Now? A month from now, how long before Warner Brothers is going to be forced to announce one? I just don't think it's going to logistically happen. I don't think it's possible. I think it's possible. I think it's possible. I don't really think it's possible. I I, I really don't. I mean this this happened because Warner Brothers had to throw thirty million dollars at it with with. But again, you're going to have to get the same cast. That's a lot of people. Well, you already got you already got years ago. You already got Ben Affleck signed on to return uh, again in in Flashpoint. You have all right. You know, don't forget that you still have you still have Jason Momoa, who's very much really in contract pricey. with Warner Brothers. Sure, sure. Um, you still have Wonder Woman eighty four, which didn't really do well, but I'm sure Gal Gadot would come back. What's Ezra Miller up to? He's still working with Warner Brothers, and he is currently working on the Fantastic Beast three movie. So he's still in the wheelhouse. He's still very much gettable for that. Everybody is gettable. They're all gettable. I'm just thinking about what time. the price is for them. Aging. You know, there's like you think things- Joe Manganiello is going to be the big holdout. <laughs> You know that motherfucker is just chomping at the bit to do this. Chomping at the bit. He wants to be Deathstroke. I want him to be Deathstroke. I do too. I thought he looked great. I fucking love Mohawk. I love Mohawk Deathstroke. I was Uh, like, fucking hey, Joe, you fucking pull it off, baby. He can do anything. He can. He's so good. Well, we'll talk about him in the next episode where we where we review his arch enemy, uh, which is a movie where he plays a defunct superhero, which is kind of fun. But look, man, uh, there like like I said at the beginning of this, I loved this version of the Justice League. I I love that you know Wonder Woman wasn't expanded upon, but who her character was previously that we've seen it it remains true here uh i think we're getting a better version of batman than we've ever gotten from Zack snyder and in the rest of this universe i think that superman is the beacon of hope that we want him to be when we're talking about a comic book movie badass as hell in the black suit yeah looks looks great no Uh, cgi face thank god at all right uh you know and i i think that you know for two for two characters that were introduced in this movie the Flash and Cyborg, they did a banger of a job making me give a fuck about both those characters and thinking that both of them had complete and 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 good arcs and left them 
in a place where I feel like they are both changed by the events of this movie and makes me excited to see more of them. The only yeah. person we may not get back, Jay, is Ray Fisher. <laughs> yeah, and he was really good. Whether that's what he what, was really good. He was really good in this. He was really good. I, so I gotta give him credit. There's I mean, a lot really of was. praise to go around for this, but like I said, it is it's still flawed. It still is there. There is a whole lot of of a director's vision being put into it, but sometimes all of that director's vision isn't necessary for the story to be told. Mm. And I, I I think that's pretty evident in the epilogue that we got. Well, if that epilogue's picked up and and fleshed out in a some sort of sequel, I'm ready for it. But. I don't think it was necessary here, especially if you're the type of person that knows that you may not get your chance to do that sequel. Make a great film. You don't have to put this tacked on ending that is That's so right. self indulgent. Indulgent. Like, I've seen so ridiculous. many reviews calling this movie a masterpiece. And this movie is first off It's just not. It's good looking. It is a good looking movie. It's a well written movie as well. But it is not a masterpiece. It's a fucking really good movie that I had a lot of fun watching. I may never have the time to watch it again, but I'm definitely interested in a sequel for it as well. But it's not a masterpiece. Uh, you know, I can point out movies that we've reviewed in the show that I would say are masterpieces. Blade Runner 2049. You know, I think that it's a masterpiece for, for, yeah, for visual budget, for um, visuals. That's a masterpiece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think you've seen masterpiece movies before. This is standing adjacent to that. <laughs> it's not. It's not on the same pedestal. Yeah, they're just trying to compare dog shit to you know. Right. A, a In comparison, film. standing next to the original I Justice know. League, I understand. This is a vast improvement and the low bar that we all had going into it and i think that's a big part of why people are so blown away by it i wonder if we would feel the same way about this movie had we not gotten dog shit first right that's what i keep thinking about and i jay i i feed you i feed you my dog shit Ugh, that's disgusting you spit it out i feed you liver and onions minutes after that you go that's that's better (laughs) (laughs) that's better it's gross well, it's better. It's still about five superheroes uh-huh. chasing down a space porcupine. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I look, don't get me wrong. Always a, a one for words, David. I'm with yes. that. I'm with that. Uh, I'm always with that. Believe me, I'm a comic book fan. But look, for me, this still just smacked of the ego that is like the same problem I have with like Christopher Nolan that I, that I kind of still have with Zack Snyder. And uh, I now feel the fandom putting the weight on me to enjoy this more than maybe I did. You know what I mean? Like as I, as I see other people who I know are fans, like putting like saying like what a masterpiece this is at the same time, it almost makes me want to rebel against it and say like, no, this movie sucks. It doesn't suck. I mm-hmm. won't say that. It's good. It's really good. I had a lot of fun with it. But it's time is done and it's over. We've watched it. It's on HBO Max. This entire torrid affair that's been going on for two years has now reached its climax. And we'll just have to wait and see whether Warner Brothers greenlights some sort of sequel for it. Whether they start building a universe based on this again, based on this positive buzz. Yeah. I, I think honestly for them, more so than the buzz, 
what 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 Warner Brothers is going to be looking at is how many people subscribe to HBO Max to watch this in the weeks leading up to it. How many people streamed it and watched it? But also, I think... And then the buzz is the back end. I was going to say the back end tail of the buzz, not just this weekend, the tail of it. How long does this wave ride? You know, and if it stays strong or even ramps up, Perhaps. Now Perhaps. that now that you and I are, have done a review, I haven't allowed myself to look at a Rotten Tomatoes score for this because uh, I don't want to. Right? Like I don't want to be colored by by what I other people are saying. I did not look at it either. Uh, I I don't know myself. Right it's now. currently at a positive review. It's 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 at seventy four percent. Oh. Um, and okay. and it seems like all the taglines are, are, are essentially everything that, that we and you were talking about. While it's gorgeous and while it's a far better version, it's still overstuffed. And that's it, it this movie is, you know, ten pounds of shit in a five pound bag. Um it's good shit. I like it. It's like unicorn shit. Probably tastes like cotton candy, but it's still overstuffed. It's still too much. You still could have cut this down probably to a three hour long film and still gotten the same character resonance that we got from a lot of the from a lot of characters sure, that we that sure. you and I both enjoyed. Yeah. So that's gonna do it for our review of Zack Snyder's Justice League. This was a very talky uh episode, but I don't think we could have dived into uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League without getting a little talky. It needed to be done. Yeah. Uh I you know, I, I think this is the type of conversation me and Jay would have had if we were sitting around the bar you know um it may not have had all the yucks that i like to put into every mm-hmm. episode but you know it, this is our honest look at it and you know we may be wrong on a thing here or there you may have something you want to correct us on and you can do that by reaching out to us on social media you can reach out to me on twitter at super pod or on instagram smb dave on there I am on Instagram, Super Movie Bros, Twitter, J underscore SMB, and also on Facebook, Super Movie Bros Podcast. We also have an email address. Uh, you can email us. At, we are Super Movie Bros Podcast at gmail.com. We are part of a network. We are part of the pod. We are part of the Age of Radio Podcasting Network. So head over to ageofradio.org. There you can check out Super Movie Bros, and you can check out all the other shows that are part of the Age of Radio Podcasting Network. I want to thank all of you guys for listening. Have a great one. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.